0: Cherish this one. Give this movie a big
1: fat perish. Does, does that make sense? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Cherish or Perish, the show that is never a straight line. It's a forest. And like a forest, it's easy to lose your way, to get lost, to forget where you came in. Oh. That's us. On this show, we rewatch movies from the past and pass ultimate judgment on their worthiness. Shall they remain cherished or shall
0: they perish? We're your host, I'm Desiree Grobo with Amanda Gimmel Strauss. I'm feeling musical today. Why? I don't know. We are not talking about musicals today. Oh, you were, we're good
1: it. Well talk. we were earlier about the <laughs> yeah. movies we're
0: talking about today are Kill Bill One and not, Kill Bill. 1 no 1 music and 2. really No I mean there's music but it is not a musical. Not a musical. Not a, not musical, a musical at all. I did watch uh, I, actually not even like I'm gonna jump right into what I'm watching, but not even the bulk of what I'm watching. I yeah. did watch Mamma Mia yesterday for the first time. That's why you're musical. That's why. Yeah, mommy. Here I go again. Uh, <laughs> what a what a film! Not what I was expecting. I couldn't convince you to do a whole episode about it, but <laughs> I will say, if it comes up, like uh, to go see it, uh, I would say do it. Yeah. And apparently, they have like um, like Rocky Horror Show esque live showings where people come and do like a sing along. And I I'd heard of this before even seeing the movie, and now seeing the movie, I get I get it. It it. is an ultimate
2: high femme
0: fantasy. (laughs) I will say this about this movie. I think every single person is a little bit drunk in every scene. Everyone's sunburned. Everyone's a little slurred. Well, Aren't
2: they in like Greece or something? In Greece.
0: I think just the whole cast is just like fucking chilling out. Amanda Seyfried is so sunburned in this movie. She looks adorable. But... it's (laughs) everybody's a little bit drunk no one is that great of a singer actually Meryl Streep's a pretty good singer uh it's 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 crazy. it's It's fun though it's a very fun movie so yeah it's a a chair right off the top I'm gonna give you a cherish right at the beginning of the episode if you ever think we're a little too negative I think we perished quite a bit of the films (laughs) last episode cherish up topper from me (laughs) yeah Mama Mia, so okay. there
2: we go. That's mini episode near. within this episode, and a mini Mama Mia episode. <laughs> a mini Mama, a
0: mini Mama, a mini Mia. <laughs> what 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 have you been watching? Are you a oh, it musical? It's not musical, no. but I watched
2: the very first season, not, oh not all the full first season. um Part of the season for jury duty. What is that? It's kind of an interesting idea, and that's why I kind of checked it out. So I heard about it, and it's a show where everyone on the show is an actor except for one person, and that one person believes they're in a docu-series, like a documentary series about being on a jury, in a jury but everyone else is an actor pretending and including like the defendants and like the crimes and crime even. And then James Marsden is in it and he's a known actor. Right. And so he plays James Marsden
0: just who happens to have jury duty. Yeah. Inter I am it's fascinated. It's super in int- And you
2: get to know who it is. Like, you yeah. know who it is. And so you're like, it's just fun to see his reactions to these things. Because they're are, all
0: acting like lunatics and Jury Duty. There's a lot of like, crazy things
2: happening, for sure. And he's just like, Whoa. this, And he does, like, these talks to the camera because he thinks it's a docu-series. Docu-series, yeah.
0: So <laughs> it's in the reality and show. And they're
2: all doing it, too. And so, like, the actors are also... You know, they're acting like they're in a yeah. jury. And they're acting like they're in a docu-series, too, because otherwise it might, you know, Yeah. I don't know. Oh, this sounds really good. It's where's super, where's this
0: playing? Where's this
2: streaming? It's leaving? streaming. I think if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it for free through their Vim, Vimo, Vimo, oh, Vimo, Vimeo? Vimeo? Vimo, Vimeo. Vimeo. Yep.
1: Yeah. Right. And so
2: it's with ads, but... Um, hey, it's being okay, released every Friday, I think. So I've seen like three or four episodes now and it, it, I do like it. I wouldn't say it's going to be probably super popular, like, um, the office or anything yeah. like that, but it's definitely cool. This is, it's like a yeah, mix of reality that. and TV and I'm thinking probably relatively low budget because you can't reshoot things like significantly often and like, yeah, no, like it's, I mean, you're basically
0: like, it's kind of like a prank show. It's kind of like candid camera again. Yeah, Life. but, but so for a rich, whole season. very involved. <laughs> it's like doing an improv show for one person. Like, it is an improv because, like, obviously like,
2: a lot of stuff isn't scripted, right? Some of the testimonies theater. are, but, like...
0: Immersive theater yeah. for one guy. Yeah. That's so interesting. <laughs> cool. That's so interesting. Yeah. So that's yeah, what that's I cool. watch. That's what I watched recently. That is cool. Uh are you watch anything else besides... Yeah, yeah. On top of Mamma Mia, I've been watching a lot of Nicolas Cage. I've been filling in some gaps. Well, not some gaps necessarily, Uh, There's a great um, art house cinema near here called Beacon Cinema that um, I just try to see a movie. If I can go see a movie there, if I can catch a showing, whatever it is, I'll try to go. And so they had Snake Eyes. Uh, It was Brian De Palma and Nicolas Cage. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of cocaine is that a uh, is
2: that a cherish at the top too
0: or oh that- <laughs> it's just if you love Con air if you love faith that a lot of that energy is very fun also just like Brian de Palma is like a super interesting and especially technical director so he does the opening scene is takes place at this boxing uh match in Las Vegas and it appears to be one continuous shot that goes through this entire casino and all this stuff and this is really cool to watch um it was definitely one of those movies that like suffered from uh studio interference like de palma didn't get final edit they changed the ending there's certain things like that but it's still a super fun movie the other one i watched was uh bad lieutenant port of paul new Orleans ridiculous cage, cage being cage, with Werner Herzog being very Werner Herzog. So yeah, there's two very weird binds at play. There's a lot of lizard imagery (laughs) happening. There's iguanas it's nuts. But yeah, it was super fun. So yeah, I hadn't I hadn't watched a good Cage in a while. So yeah, got got that in. Got some
2: Cage in.
0: Got some Cage in. It was a good time. So yeah, I was glad to have seen both of these both of these movies. Steve and I actually watched both of these together, so it was, we don't always watch a lot of movies together, oddly, but it was good. It was good stuff. Cage
2: wasn't in the movies we watched for this. No. Switch, no, 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 no. Although
0: he would have been okay in if know, uh, Caradine, I think it's uh, is a David Carradine, I think plays Bill in these movies, right? Well, maybe not as yeah. him. I would
2: I would imagine him as the brother, maybe the Michael. Oh, the Michael Madsen character. Yeah, Madsen character. I could definitely
0: have seen him in the Madsen characters. Oh, uh, we haven't even introduced these movies from Oh yeah, let's people. talk Should about we? these movies. This <laughs> last episode, we holy cow, guys! If you listened to our last episode about John Q and Fallen, and you stuck in it from the beginning to end, wowza! You truly Kudos are a super to fan. You. Kudos <laughs> to you. That was a real meandering, <laughs> lengthy episode. That I, And honestly, I barely think we talked about those movies whatsoever. So thank you for having me. We talked a lot it. about a lot of other cool stuff. We sticks. did talk about movies and movie adjacent <laughs> things. Oh, also, before I forget, this episode was halfway bro- pro- was help- co-produced. By friend of the show Ruth, who let us borrow oh, for Blu-rays totally because man,
2: hard shout to out find, to Ruth
0: if you're shout listening. Out to Ruth. Hard to find these streaming affordably. I think we ended up having to pay like fifteen. We couldn't even buy it. We rented. I had to buy. Normally. I bought. I bought uh, volume one right. digitally, but, but yeah. like
2: digitally, but like even like um, you couldn't. I tried to buy the Blu-ray for a reasonable price. Yeah, could not, not find not out it there. normal priced, and so like unless yeah, it was crazy. used, I could have gotten it used, but I was like, I yeah. don't want it
0: used. Yeah, so super super awesome uh, that she hooked us up so we could watch yep. these. Thank movies. you, Ruth. So yeah, we uh, we watched these movies together. It was very fun. Uh, these movies we're gonna we're review them about, separately. We will be talking about them separately. So of course, the movies we're talking about today, as we're getting into it, is Kill Bill Volume One. Come
1: on. Not too long ago, I was quite the professional. My friends and I, we were the creme de la creme in an exclusive industry. And we all worked for this man, Bill. Then one day, I decided to leave, settle down, start a new life. But when I tried to get out, they did me in. Don't you ever wake up i guess they should have tried a little harder so i suppose it's a little late for an apology huh you suppose correctly now it's kill or be killed you have every right to want to get even get even even steven i would have to kill you that'd be about square and i choose kill
0: uh so we actually are gonna be talking about both kill bill movies but they're two very different movies and in,
2: in the same, at the same
0: time. Obviously, telling the same the story, same, like a continuation of the same story, but tonally. Yeah, totally, yeah. Very right. different. Like, very different movies. Um, The first one, to me, is definitely like brings the action. Like, it is just. Oh, yeah. It's got the
2: assassin scene. Like, the. Yeah. Or like, yes. I mean, everything's the assassin scene, right? All say, yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, the the Lucy Loop, Yeah, stuff the house is in the first one. It's called
0: one. The House of Blue Leaves, I believe, is where that set piece is. Um, but, yeah, so if you have not seen either of the Kill Bill movies or have not seen this film. Uh, it came out in 2003, of course. It was directed by Quentin Tarantino. It stars Uma Thurman, Lucy Liu, Daryl Hannah, David Carradine, uh, Michael, Michael Madsen, Madsen, Madsen as we just talked about. Uh, gosh, just so many people. So, so, so so many people show up. Vivica uh, A. Fox, three. I believe. Oh yeah, Vivica A. Fox. She's also in the team of one of the first kills, actually. Mm-hmm. The very, uh, oh, second.
2: Kill yes against. second kill the yeah.
0: first official kill like i think right i think of the team like revenge first of the of, yeah, the, kill of the revenge kills, and like not incidental kill but yeah.
2: was she officially the first kill, or was she just the first kill we saw oh
0: that's true that's right yeah because i think she may have not been the i think that i jump. think
2: that lucy lou was officially the first kill that's right yeah so there's a lot of time Anyways, jump, much time like weird all stuff.
0: all tarantino <laughs> movies there's a lot of of editing and time jump information. So the first, the first film is about after awakening from a four-year coma, a former assassin wreaks vengeance on the team of assassins who betrayed her. Which we see in this film, uh, she is, which they refer to her as only the bride, or her, or she, uh, or also Black Mamba. Black Mamba uh, is um, she is getting married. She's pregnant. She's getting married. This gang of assassins, led by Bill, played by David Carradine, uh, comes to the church and kills every, her and her fiance and their friends that they came there with. Uh, we see them all get the shit kicked out of shot, uh, and yet she lived. She has a metal plate in her head and the burning fire of revenge in her heart. And she's she's in coma for four years. Four years, yeah. She yeah. awakens, finds that her this creepy ass piece of shit oh nurse my God. guy at the hospital has been uh, basically selling her out body, her unconscious body. Yeah, kills that motherfucker, steals his pussy wagon van. I guess it's a yep. truck. It's not really a van. It's like a stretch truck. Yeah, where is it a van? I can't remember. It's not it's a truck. van. It's a truck. It's it truck. is a truck. It's a stretch kind of truck. Uh. And yes, yeah, so she she starts coming for all going going for them all. So in this first film, we see uh, her the backstory. We see the the inciting incident at at this dusty old church in a desert, and then we see her uh, kill this guy to take his truck, and then uh, she comes upon the suburban home of Vivica a. Fox, who is playing uh copper Vernita, Vernita Green, aka Copperhead. Uh and a just incredible and wonderful fight scene ensues. Like Yeah, and
2: nice dialogue b- b- bites
0: back and forth too, sharp, I think. Sharp sharp, yeah. I think the one thing that excels through both films, um, but really in this one, like brings you into what everything that's going to be happening is excellent fight choreography. And very quippy dialogue. Like, it really, you know, like all the Tarantino movies are kind of like, hey, this is my version of this type of movie. Like, this is his version of kung fu films. And like the greatest kung fu films, it is amazing fight scenes and then people like talking hilarious shit at each other. Like, mm-hmm. your mother's a goat. Oh, I'm going to rip your teeth out. All right. Like, and, you know, especially when you're watching yeah. it as an American, like, you're seeing dubbed versions. And so, like, even weirder dialogue is being fit into these scenes to like match lips you know what i mean so yeah it's has that vibe and like that quickness like you'll just see them in the living room bashing each other's heads in with like chair legs and then the daughter comes home and they're just like acting normal. happy absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: There was a and lot, there's yeah. a lot of good dialogue in that scene for sure.
0: It also like reveals it. like the brutality of the vengeance indeed that the bride is wreaking because, you know, mm-hmm. here is this woman, she is a mother. She has a young child at home who comes home from school, sees these two women, they covered in blood, the house fucking destroyed. Yeah. Uh, and there is a confrontation where essentially like the bride says to her, uh, I don't want to kill you in front of your daughter. And she ends up killing her in front of her daughter because well, that wasn't basically her it wasn't her intention, <laughs> but hey, it happened because it's like yeah, because Copperhead to decided
2: something. to pull pull one on her with that cereal well, exactly. box and the gun in there. So
0: and it basically was one of those like there is no there is no mercy in this. No mercy. Like, and, and in that first fight scene, you know, everything you need to know about. Uma Thurman's character is well that, actually
2: in yeah. it was really great to start with that one in my opinion because like Vivica A. Fox's character is literally living the life that Uma Thurman's character wanted, was, to, wanted live. to have absolutely. and the reason they ended up beating her and killing her is because she couldn't
0: leave that life and then it's they're letting, just they're letting is... Vivica A.
2: Fox do it you know what I mean like
0: and also kind of an interesting thing like um Kind of a bigger picture thing of thinking about uh the bride, uh and we will reveal her name probably around you know where it gets revealed in the movies. In the it's movies, quite near the end of the second one, and I, I you wanted can't to remember really, it. I oh, I remember it. I really no. I'm saying it. if they can't, uh, oh remember yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you can't, you to wait it. For it. it. Um, but like, uh, they're uh, like when you think overall about her relationship with Bill and what we see all these flashbacks and there are things where it kind of shows like how she learned her training. There's, there's different. That was like, in the second one. Of... I... In the second one. But we, obviously this woman. Is oh, assassin, I guess it's, a so... Thing. it's so hard to yeah. remember which movie. Keeping everything things, separate. So and, yeah. And like, as we said, like things are edited so that events of both films take place both before and after. And it's not
2: in a, t- t- yeah, t- not a, a timeline. Linear, yeah. Not yeah. a linear
0: narrative. Um, and so, Ultimately, though, despite many things that Uma Thurman's character is doing willfully or of her own desires, it is a, a, an abusive, toxic, and manipulative relationship she's oh, yeah. in with Bill. Bill. Mm-hmm. And the fact that all of almost all of the people in this gang are women and how all of them were complicit in... Bill's they're all like banging destruction him, think, of her too. probably and so when she tries to go live this life like what you know bill later argues like you know oh you can't live it like all the reasons she can't leave is because you you piece of shit you know what i mean he's like, like you're a killer will... that's
2: why and you're like well i stopped being a
0: killer yeah exactly <laughs> like as if he gets to decide who she is like he gets mm-hmm. to, to divine her um and so it is interesting to see this kind of I don't, I don't think the movie goes into it too much like that, thank God, because, I, you know, it's not really Quentin Tarantino's story to tell in that way, in certain ways. Um, but yeah, it is kind of interesting to think of her kind of metting this justice out on other women. And all yeah. of these women having very different kind of outlooks on life, outlooks on their past. Um, and and Vivica Ve, uh, Vernita's character, the Vernita Green Copperhead's character, uh, like, in her case, it just kind of was business. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't really seem to have a lot of emotional investment, but at the end of the day, she's also not going to let this bitch kill her. <laughs> right. I mean, she does end up dying, but, like, you know, she's she's also a killer. She's not She's gonna, not. She's not going to got gonna a repent. daughter,
2: and she doesn't, like, want Yeah, she's not going to repent with she, her
0: life yeah. for what happened. Mm-mm. Like, she might feel bad, but just, like... She doesn't
2: feel that bad, honestly.
0: it's just a job
2: right I think and like you have to separate
0: yourself from that in that profession I would assume (laughs) in some ways and I do uh, it has been a bit of time since we watched these movies and are getting a chance to record about it um I do think that there is a wryness to the way she's talking about this. She kind of knows she fucked up. Like, yeah, Bill is a piece of shit. Like, none of us should have. Right. Been. It was not but, the same
2: as maybe of the other kills that they did because they were killing one of their own in the yeah, scenario. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And like, kind of let, like allowing Bill's weird shit to kind of his relationship their jealousy. Yeah. Totally. Basically. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. Kills off Evacate Fox. And so, basically, as she's going from kill to kill, we're kind of learning more about her background. why, like, why. And- yeah. What happened between everybody and, like, kind of getting more granular detail and what happened at the church. And, like, as she's sort of just driving around and we're learning uh, about kind of how everybody is getting you know getting on or whatever so in this film of the, the two uh, actually the third biggest character we really see is daryl hannah's character who is fucking crazy <laughs> daryl hannah's she's character. a crazy character Is so (laughs) fucking dumb. She has an eye patch, uh, which you learn in the second movie uh, why, Um, what happened to the first eye. Um, So we'll talk about it later. (laughs) We'll talk about that later. Uh, But we see her in a scene when um, the bride is still in the hospital and we just recently her... got to the hospital I yeah wait. like she's soon after being in the hospital yeah and so she's there to basically finish the job she's gonna po- poison her uh and she is wearing this outfit A nurse. it's like the traditional outfit. nurse outfit but it is also like sexy halloween store it's like the
2: halloween nurse. store word. yeah halloween store nurse <laughs> outfit
0: and then like a leather, red and white leather eye patch with like the red medical And she cross. looks hot though. She, she looks, looks hot, hot, but like an assassin. Like there's no yeah. way anyone would see this woman and not and think, think she was she's a here to kill somebody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's either here to strip for somebody on their deathbed yeah. or she's going to kill somebody. That's the only two functions she has here. Uh, so we do get to learn about Psycho as Daryl Hannah's character. We also
2: really, really get To learn about Quentin Tarantino's foot fetish. Oh yeah, so
0: much foot. If you guys didn't
2: notice how much foot action was in Kill Bill, that's totally normal. I didn't notice the very first few times either, but I did notice like when she was trying to make her toes move that there was just a lot of foot. There's and so then we many... talked about how he has a foot fetish. and he I was has like, a "Oh big my God, such
0: thing and so, the there's thing. so it's many like... scenes
2: with feet in this movie. There's so many.
0: The reason we didn't realize. <laughs> this foot thing is because it's like, you don't realize something like this until it's like over the course. It's like the end of like sixth sense when Bruce Willis is like, Oh my God, yes. the on my shirt, the more. Now that like, I knew that he had a foot fetish, I started seeing all the foot stuff. A whole filmography of foot fetish. Shit. It's like, Oh my God. It's I've always been there the whole time. Right yeah. in front of our faces. So watch. Uh. Watch more. I mean, I haven't seen another Quentin
2: Tarantino movie yet since Kill Bill, but I'm wondering if it's all of them now. I, you <laughs> you know? know, I
0: just recently watched Django Unchained, an excellent movie, but very brutal and an intense movie. And I feel that he had, like, there are some missteps he made in the, in the making of Django, but, like, I feel like he kind of kept his fucking weird sex shit out of it. Like, there he's was like, hey, like, this is not the place for me to begin my It was just off. like, it became weird because it was just so frequently. And, like, oh, and you well, just if you and think you back know. in, um, what's that one from Dust Till Dawn? Is that like the vampire? And yes, yeah, the, the vampire I, one. He sucks, fucking Selma Hayek's toes in that movie oh his character does yes oh my god her fucking toes. what a
2: weirdo yes. don't pay people to do your fetishes without them shit. knowing it you I know don't what know, i mean maybe like she, uh, yeah maybe they it's did
0: like you wrote maybe this fucking knew. movie and cast this woman specifically so you could because you like her sex feel, shit maybe. yes yes like fuck dude that would make me feel so Uh, uncomfortable
2: when he had a foot fetish i'd be like but he licked my feet for the movie and he was the director and he wrote it and he already honestly i don't even need to know
0: (laughs) that the person has a fetish because the second i see that the director who wrote the movie has written this completely unnecessary it's a strip club scene right we did direct that one though I think Robert Rodriguez directed that movie, but he, they're like best friends. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> 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 I'm just, no, yeah, sure. no, gross. Uh, where the fuck were we on this? I don't feed yeah, shit. We we're anyway. Yeah. So it was Robert um, Rodriguez. You were correct. Yeah. Um, but we do. Yeah. So we are, we have met at this point, uh, we're meeting all of the assassins, all of the kind of primary players. We get a glimpse of Bill. We don't, we don't know a ton about him. Uh, but really the big climax of the first film is we the showdown. Of, yeah, yeah, we learned a lot about Lucy Liu's character. Yeah. We learned a lot um, about And her. The, yeah, the showdown at the House of Blue Leaves. So uh, here we have Lucy Liu playing a character named Orenishi, who was part of the gang. Uh, I think her name is Pit Viper? I can't remember what her name like, is. I can't remember name. either. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. But she's uh, like really important. Yeah, so at this point, she is now like a head boss uh, in Japan and like the like the yakuza gang. So she is like a a head of of a almost like kind of the head of all of the other criminal organizations there. We see some kind of scenes where she's like meeting with some other like boss guys. And someone, like, that. Well, we also see be, her
2: history with, like, when she was a kid with her parents getting murdered. Oh, yeah, being murdered. And,
0: the, and, and like, oh,
2: yeah, that's done in, like, animation. Anime
0: style. I forgot about that scene. Yeah, that was really, yeah, was really, really awesome. Cool. There's it a full felt sequence. a little bit
2: out of place. But, like, now, after watching the full, full movie, um, it was fine. But, like, initially, it felt very out of place to me. I remember when I watched it for the first time. Um, like this time it was fine too yeah. but like it just it it's cool though because I'm not into that kind of movie like you said kung fu movie like I've not seen any originals yeah. of those and so I'm assuming that some of the animation was kind of derived maybe from that too or well, I'm I thought it was kind of just I'm an interesting
0: same. way of like showing memory um because like in the scenes where we're flashing back to the church there is a very different film style um than other parts and there's a lot played with film style in general when the big showdown happens uh between the bride and the um crazy 88s the gang that oh yeah she handles the color palette changes to black and white um Uh, But I think what was interesting about this is, like, using animation, specifically a Japanese style of animation, Mm -hmm. um, to show her childhood memories. And I think what is interesting is the juxtaposition of both animation style, which we think of cartoons, but the subject of it, which is extreme violence. And so, like, yeah, to me it was an interesting way of... Almost, like, Depicting graphic novel. Depicting this. Yeah, yeah. Um, or, like, a, a manga, which would be, like, in Japanese. Yeah. Which I think, again, is heavily influenced, like, that culture. Influenced this whole movie. Like, yeah. both movies. But 100% this, this one, particularly. Because of this whole scene that happens in this uh, restaurant. uh, Like, club house. Like, there's, like, a big restaurant with, like, private rooms. Inside. Yeah, and, like, um,
2: there's, like, snow outdoor area, too.
0: Yeah, like a, a traditional garden. There's like a tea garden. But like and it's that like snow, a, and that's like yeah. really
2: impactful because the blood is so vivid in the the yeah. white snow. Um, so and yeah, there's, so there's so many cool.
0: visuals. It was such a hard thing, and we even I think talked about this when we watched it. Is like during the fight because this space is gorgeous. There's this big lucite floor with like colored lights coming up, and then this like dark wood with this like, like it's just a visually striking space and, and you also super
2: know... symmetrical like very like yeah. pleasing to the eye and the fact that everything is in order and everything is like yeah. perfectly symmetrical I think like this... even they even like walk down the stairs symmetrically like the yeah it's like really it's cool some amazingly
0: of choreographed yeah it's so beautiful like yeah when she calls out this gang they're all wearing matching black suits with white shirts and like wearing these little black eye masks and yeah, it just looked so beautiful. And like the black and white was very striking, but simultaneously, I'm like, man, I kind of want to see this like in a color version or like.
2: But there were colors. It does. In it does switch
0: it. later. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Later when it switches. It's just sort of like there's so many things I'm like, I want to see this five different, you know, like it was yeah. such an exciting scene that I really just you wanted to see, see all the colors too yeah like want to see every angle like there's so much happening like in that scene there's so many And then there's like the characters
2: fights. those cute those like kind of comical characters almost like the owners of the the hotel. Of oh, the that hotel, staying. yeah.
0: and They're like the. And it's like they, um,
2: they keep popping up, and there are a few yeah. funny moments with them that just were the great. I thought.
0: Owner of the hotel is like kind of a uh, Japanese man, kind of chubby, wearing a yellow, uh, like uh, hakata or yukata, but it has this black zigzag stripe. And so, like, you see him like trying to serve these like rowdy gang members. And the wife is kind of like hectoring him and like nagging at him, also. And, yeah, uh, you see, and them he's all trying to look please because they clearly have a lot of money yeah. and they're dangerous. And, and he's <laughs> bald and like has a very chubby, round face. And then finally, you see one of them look up, goes, "Oh, Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown!" And then they just so like keep funny. making fun of him and. Uh, and she oh, really calls she. him Charlie too. Yeah, everybody wife. just starts calling him that. <laughs> um, and then, oh gosh, another great character in that scene. Uh, Lucy Liu's character has like a head bodyguard. Um, oh yeah, Gogo. Gogo Yubari who is this Japanese schoolgirl, but who like She's is like a crazy like killer, like a flail, like a, a mace, ball? like a spiked ball, and what's chain, that yeah. called? It's, I think
2: they have a, a name. Mace. Mace, yeah. The mace
0: is like the kind that's on like a stick. I think there's another name for whatever because it's like yeah, on a really Yeah, these are like really long almost. Or something, too. yeah. It was so crazy. Because like... <laughs> like,
2: they're like, it's two sided, isn't it? And it's on a chain. Something or was it just on one sided? It was a very I long can't... chain. It was though. a
0: very long chain. But yeah, it was a really cool fight scene with this chain ball spike thing. And she's like, like, like mashing. She's wood. known for being
2: mad. Like that's what yeah, it's like she's her. Like, she's
0: like crazy crazy yeah Yeah. Uh, it's wild you know and so it's like yeah these like characters that are straight out of like an anime or out of a comic book or and just insane melee murder battle that goes on and on and on and there's just it was like battle royale almost yes (laughs) and like you just can see the blood even in black and white like the blood puddle just growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. Until she finally has defeated all of, all of the them. crazy 88. All 88 of the crazies. And then it's like this sort of silence comes over it. And then comes the showdown with Oren. Uh, which hilariously, she begins by being like, eh, you're an amateur.
2: And that's when she it turns back to color, right? People. It turns yeah, it to, color to color when she yeah. looks
0: at everybody dead. It turns to yeah, color. Yeah, it's just like face color. Then it's so beautiful. She goes, yeah. Yeah, it just that's the so whole cool. sequence is just excellent. And then the final fight scene with Oren isn't super long. It's be- just gorgeous. It's like theater. Like,
2: yeah. The
0: space that they're in, the snowfall, this perfect. Her outfit. Her outfit. Which is also
2: uh, and, white, and yeah. so it's like white on white with, uh, yeah. So and uh, Uma and then Umas wearing, wearing yellow.
0: Yes, like a very reminiscent of um, uh, Bruce Lee's outfit in Enter the Dragon. This yellow, kind of like uh, like a motorcycle suit with like black tracks, check track stripes.
2: You guys, uh, it's on the poster. You know it. Yeah, You've you would know.
0: You know the outfit. You know the outfit. <laughs> Absolutely iconic. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, just the scene is so. Quiet and beautiful and graceful, and the ending of it is so gruesome, just yeah. brutal kill, Uh and it is like that throughout the whole movie. And I really think oh, do we didn't, didn't talk so
2: about well. um her brutal kill herself, Lucy Lucy Liu Oren's brutal kill oh, yeah. at the at the boardroom table meeting, <laughs> the meeting of
0: the bosses. Yeah, there's an excellent scene where they're kind of asserting like, how did this. Chinese American, half Chinese American, half Japanese young woman become head of this, and they show her essentially just not as a behead a man. In yeah, the and then she like she says at the end of it in
2: English, she's like so that it she's like you can yeah. all understand the meaning is like. If you ever say anything about my American or Chinese heritage in a negative way, I'm going to take your head. head or I'll yeah, have life. your head.
0: It, this and you is believe it. it. Like, you believe you it. You believe They're, it. Yeah. You look at... Well, she, she just
2: killed character. a guy in front of literally
0: Everybody, but even as like a performance, Lucy Liu one hundred percent sells Oren. There are movies that try I can't to think posit- of anybody else being that character, honestly. No. Or just like I can think of movies where they try to posit very petite, sexy women as threatening, and then sometimes it does not work. It just doesn't. Yeah, they just doesn't sell the performance. Lucy Liu, her look, like the, the way her yeah, her
2: tone, and then just the way her facial expressions were like that, she like, looks chilled. A
0: like, god of death. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like it was beautiful. fucking demented, and beautiful. Yeah, it was really <laughs> incredible. <laughs> yeah. Can you but, tell yeah, we thought it decent. was beautiful? <laughs> yeah, it was gorgeous. Absolutely, not gorgeous. I'm out gorgeous magical, movie. So yeah. Gorgeous. Um, um, but yeah, that final scene, uh, as the top of her head slides off <laughs> and falls into the snow, is just like, holy shit! There's so much crazy stuff. That happens in this movie, and yet still, it elicits a holy shit. Like, that's, yeah. that's still so surprising. I mean, I've seen it a bunch
2: of times, actually, the first one, like probably <laughs> yeah. like the four or five, you know? Yeah. Um, and then still was like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Like,
0: all right. Like, okay. Oh, we're doing it. <laughs> yep. And it is like, when this movie came out, like, I saw it in the theaters, I remember pretty well, like, the advertising and stuff. Like mm-hmm. everyone knew a volume two would be coming out. Uh, yeah, six months later, which it was, it was expected. At least this movie mm-hmm. came out, I believe, in October of two thousand three, and then okay. in April of two thousand four, uh, volume two came out. Yeah, it's very. I true. couldn't yeah. wait.
2: This movie, I do remember being excited. It was smart. This was movie is smart, was smart move, satisfying. Actually. yeah.
0: This movie completes a narrative. You are satisfied by what happens in it, but you know there's more because you haven't seen Bill die. Like, Bill, yeah, and Bill you also died. know there are other people
2: on her list because she's other got a people list, on the list, and she's and only checked th- off two at this point.
0: Absolutely, and and, so. and we also know though that there is a lot of time we've. Are, that has not been accounted for yet. Yeah, there's yeah, there's time that hasn't been accounted for yet, and we also know that like, oh, another big thing I should have mentioned here when she goes first goes to Japan to confront Oren. Oh, um, she has to be she, there for
2: months and months and months for tra- <laughs> yes.
0: So she gets a special sword made for her, uh, by um the character's name H- is Hattori, Hanzo. Hattori Uh the Hattori. actor's name, I think it's Sunny Chiba who plays it is it is Sonny Chiba who plays that character. And Sonny Chiba was in countless, countless, countless uh kung fu films like that was his thing he is a legendary japanese actor who is like in just like all these different films and there's a lot of the older male um asian actors in this movie were uh, yes like in the 60s 70s 80s era. So, like, uh, all the
2: bosses at the table. Absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of
0: like, uh, you know, you see, like, the guys that were in The Sopranos and they're still, like, they always are just playing freaking some sort of henchman guy or whatever. And, like, yeah, this guy was in just so 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 many things like if they had like a quippy idea. little
2: situation with his son in like the restaurant too like that yeah he's
0: very funny yeah like his front he's so he has this famous sword maker uh and he is kind of fronting as the owner of a restaurant and yeah there's a yeah. very funny like kind of quippy fast fast talk um exchange between himself and his son who work at this restaurant when that where uh, uma thurman's character goes uh, she knows pretending she's like she knows exactly who he is but she's kind of but she's pretending to pretend. be a yeah. customer yeah. pretends yeah. to be yeah just some tourist uh some and, blonde lady yeah kind of testing the waters just to make sure he is who she thinks he is but yeah if you go to sunny chiba's uh, imdb he has been in 200 over 200 movies and it's like unreal how many films this guy has done uh, she has to wait there for
2: him to make the sword though. To make the
0: sword And so he uh, refused To make weapons of death Anymore um, And he had like when she Goes to meet him he has like certain ones In his possession that are his collectors, own. Collector was like his own favorite pieces of art that he'll never use. But because she tells him who he's like, she's like, I'm going to kill Bill. He's like, Okay, I will make you the sword. <laughs> like, he he this has an is issue how with Bill. <laughs> people feel about Bill. Speaking um, so, of that. Issue, yeah.
2: Speaking of that part with uh the guy with the sword, um, you were when um I found this fun piece of trivia that was that when um, Uma Thurman splits the baseball in two, it actually is ha- that actually happens. Zo Bell splits the baseball in oh, two. It's like really, it, it's cool. really done. So that's really rad. her stunt
0: double, Zo De- Bell. If you guys don't know, yes. Uh, um, so actually, we'll talk a little bit about stunts and things, terrible things that happen in the making of this movie. Yes, uh, we learned uh, a bit more about. Time. Yeah, trivia. we learned some info <laughs> and trivia about this because um, yeah, I was kind of curious about the relationship of well, Yeah, because
2: Uma Thurman helped write this movie with Quentin yeah. Tarantino. And so um, there was an assumption
0: maybe that she was dating him at the time, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. That is not the case. So yeah, the scenes where she is there uh, making the sword, again, like gives a lot of the dedication and sets up some more background information on her like training and stuff
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, in the second one. But I did like that scene. It kind of gives you a little cool down period
1: yeah between
0: like the fucking just sort of driving brutality of the first half of the movie and then she gets to japan but like kind of learning a little bit more about like where like how the fuck is she an assassin who like what's her demeanor what's her what is who is this woman like and it is very endearing because it can a lot of movies like you are given a lot of time with your protagonist to Mm -hmm. create like an emotional bond. And in this case, like we are a fan of, you know, like she's obviously the victim. Like she's, you know, you know, been shot in the head. I mean, we get, you
2: get sympathy for her pretty quickly just because oh, everybody's just,
0: killing her at her wedding. The circumstances and that people she's are through. selling
2: her body at the when she's comatose. It's just like, yes. you, you're you're on her team. You're on sure. her team,
0: but you're kind of learning a bit more about like who is she. Why did she want to kill?
2: Why did Bill kill her? Because there's still that question of like why was it what, so what, serious? What was the that precipitating? She, stuff? Yeah. yeah, Why did this happen? And
0: yeah, who was... And so that's kind of the other question. It's like you know, you watch enough movies, you're like, oh, okay, well, sometimes you'll be following a, a movie, it's a two-hour movie, and for an hour and 50 minutes, you're following one guy, and you think he's the hero, and then the last ten minutes, you're like, oh, no! no, I, <laughs> This guy's I, not a hero I, at all! So it's sort of like, yeah, she like, <laughs> a real book. Bug- it's like even John Wick, when you think about it, like, this guy was a murderer, and I, like, a, a serial killer for money. He is a sociopath. I mean, there's a lot like, of, like,
2: movies out there like that. They make
0: the bad yeah. guy the good guy, <laughs> so, but you know, especially things like Death Wish or other things like this is a person who was a good person, or even Mad Max. This was a good person who got pushed past the edge because everything that mattered to yeah. him was taken away. His wife was murdered. His dog was murdered in the case of John Wick. Both his wife and his dog were murdered, uh, and so they we got see, pushed like, to the point. And like, where is she? Yeah. What is her story? She's just what's crazy her story? Yeah, like what. Hidden? Well, there's always a thing, like, if it's a story about an assassin, like, well, why do we care about him? Well, he won't kill women or children. Which well, like we gross, know.
2: Did you ever, ever see Gross Point Blank? Yes. So, like, he's an assassin.
0: Yes. And it's sort of and like, well, why is he a good person? Like, yeah. he's not. Like, why is <laughs> he? a good person. You know. But, in this case, what there's something about her... Dedication as an artisan or like a craftsperson of the martial arts. There is something about her, and this becomes very important in the second film, but like, her willingness to, for months, to train with swords while this guy makes her another sword. Like, it's beyond just like, I'm a mad lady. Which I think Mm -hmm. sometimes a lot of movies are like, I'm a mad guy. Like, yeah things didn't work my way so now i just kill a bunch of people you know what i mean and so in this case it is like it is almost like a like a look into her like soul as a warrior for lack of a cheesier less cheesy thing to say (laughs) no i I think it was super effective of like kind of showing her as something more noble than just revenge um, yeah, it also helps that we learn, and
2: she's got discipline and yeah, like, yeah. education. It and is like
0: it's not just raw adrenaline that is fueling this. Like, this do we know in the first
2: film that she was pregnant when she? Well, died? so we
0: know that she was pregnant, and that we know that it was Bill. And I believe at the end of the first the one end we learned of that her daughter is still, still alive. alive. And like, so that she, is Bill the says truth. something like,
2: "Does she know that?" To Sophie, oh, is like remember the French um, yes. lady oh, that yeah, is the, with yeah. Oren? She lets Sophie her live to go
0: tell they tell yes
2: to tell um, to learn about where everybody else is. So she tells her where everybody else is, and then also to tell Bill the whole story about what went down. Yes,
1: um,
2: and she ends up she and that's when Bill asks, like, does she, does she know, know about yeah. her daughter's still alive?
0: And, and nope. Nope. She sure she didn't does know not that. She does not. So that is where we were left at the end of volume one. How did you feel about it?
2: I felt good about it.
0: It was I feel me. like the feet thing is weird still, though I want to
2: say like it's still
0: very weird. weird. It's still very, but very weird.
2: I still think that this is a cherish for me because it was Cherished so beautiful well. in so many different ways, you know, and it's it's, it's still I a fun watch. Even though great. it's been so many years, you know. Had so. a great
0: time watching it. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. So such a great time. And like was still very surprised by it. Still thought it very fresh. Didn't feel I still stated. had like my favorites.
2: Like I always really love Daryl Hannah's character. Like I think yeah. she's just so cool.
0: Yeah. Um, and, like, terrible. Badass. A terrible lady. A nightmare human, but like fucking <laughs> badass. Oh like, my gosh. You learn cool. how much
2: more of a nightmare she is in the second film. So we'll get into it. <laughs> oh, she has but. some great,
0: great scenes. Some great, great lines. But You, yeah, you learn a bit about attitude. Her just, yeah, she's just a total <laughs> fucking freak show. I love yeah. it. Uh, red flags galore red flags galore but yeah it was definitely a cherish Um, this like you had said like you'd watched the first one multiple times same I had seen the first one multiple times uh, it, but still was kind of like, I don't know, do I still really like this movie? And yeah, yeah I wasn't, like, sure. I I wasn't really sure if I should
2: it. have liked it the first time even. You know, I was like, wasn't sure what was going to how I was going to feel about it, you know, because I've heard mixed yeah. things since. And I'm sure I agree with some of the points that people have made about it not being good. I might agree with why, but I still think it was beautiful enough to be a movie that you can that you should still cherish. I think, you know, just because like it did so many cool things, you know. I like I a lot of think, his stuff. I like a yeah, lot of If his
0: you're stuff. If you're not into action-focused movies... Or blood. Do... Oh, yeah, if you're not into, like, super gory stuff. But, yeah, yeah in general, like... like I could see why someone from a narrative or, or just, like, this is not my type of movie or this just yeah. doesn't have enough... Like, I don't know, maybe you like Inception-style movies where you got a lot of things happening. Like, there's not a lot actually happening in this movie. It's a very simple narrative. Yeah, uh, I true. will say the editing style, the, the storytelling style does create a richness and a depth to it, but like at the end of the day, it's like one woman's journey. Of She's vengeance. just killing people. She's just killing people off people. a list. Yeah, but like you said... <laughs> It's a beautiful film. Like the structure of this movie, from like a filmic cinematic standpoint, like this is a fucking to me a wonderfully made movie. Like, and I just,
2: actually think that the storytelling, like order, is very great, well done. You know, it, I love. It that doesn't confuse you. I mean, it confuses it. you on which movie is which, but that's fine. It's I don't think that, that that though, matters.
0: Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, like this movie, I believe was filmed as like one it was all filmed at once and then just what edited movie? into two separate movies so it's like because it was so long yeah. yeah exactly And it was kind of the whole point it was like i want to make this long ass movie and they're like well, we'll let you do it if you do two movies and it's like oh, okay great like make double the money off of me uh and what was interesting though it's like yeah i love the first movie watched it multiple times the second one i've definitely seen it but like have not not even close. Did not see it close as many times. No,
2: I know me neither. I think it's because maybe of once, the six maybe months maybe in time. between. I might have watched it at least one more time right before the second one came out, probably. Um, and so there was already... It was probably just ahead just from watching it early. Maybe, I also yeah. think that the Lucy Liu storyline, um, I think I really liked that. Like that scene in yeah. that thing. Like um, We can get into it when we talk about Kill Bill too. but there's just not as much of that in the second one you know like yes the
0: second kind to of me, like, is a very different film even though we're following the same it's a, characters c- it's the, conclusion. the same story it is in conclusion but yeah it takes a hard shift in like where it focuses how it tells There's that a lot story. more that happens
2: actually too you don't get as much yeah. character development from any of the other characters i think oren no you know the most about her backstory out of anyone in the film, even including. For Uma sure. <laughs> yeah. like, you know,
0: as far as like, yeah. Um, full let's story. Anyways. Yeah.
2: Let's take a break. Quick
0: break. Welcome back. We'll talk volume two. We'll see how it holds up. <laughs> All right. Volume two. volume two. We're talking about it.
2: Do we want to do the trivia in
0: between? Oh, trivia. Yes. I totally forgot about that. Yes. So we were talking earlier about, um, there's like, it's in the credits. It's like, uh, characters inspired by Q and U, which is like a little too twee for me, but, um, I was like, Oh, are they dating? Like, what's the story? So we looked up some information, that um this is coming from Mamma Mia.com. That was completely coincidental. I did not specifically look up Mamma Mia.com after watching. You've just movies. been obsessed with Mamma Mia lately. I am
1: fucking obsessed <laughs> with Mamma Mia.
0: Um, but apparently some shit really came happened in the making of this film that there is a scene where um there was a driving stunt where Her character, Uma Thurma's character, crashes into a tree and Quentin Tarantino convinced her to do this stunt herself as opposed to having her stunt double do the work. On top of that, um, she expressed even before filming the scene, like she didn't feel safe that she was concerned with um, how things were set up that she didn't know that it'd be okay. And Tarantino again assured her everything would be fine. In fact, it was not fine. She crashed into a tree and she had permanent neck damage. She had a concussion and damage to her knees, stuff that she has stated still to this day, she has problems with. This like many Tarantino movies was uh, produced by the Weinstein company with Harvey Weinstein's like close involvement Harvey Weinstein had like destroyed evidence of this accident. Tarantino refused to release the footage of the accident to her or her lawyers. Um, they were just like fucking stonewalled her, like just completely shut her out. Um, and they never worked together again after being very close. And also, it turns out that um, she had been sexually assaulted or attempted sexually assaulted. I'm not like sure of the details um, by Harvey Weinstein. And she had told Tarantino about this Mm. and he confronted Weinstein about it, who of course denied it because he's a fucking coward, liar, piece of shit. And he, I guess just Tarantino just sort of shrugged his shoulders and continued to work with him um, for years. And Tarantino has since, been uh very open about like what he consider- considers his failures uh to report anything about Weinstein or like do thing you know he says like I could have done something um I question honestly what he as an individual could have done Well, he could have not. He He would have have stopped not not working with him. 100%. Yeah, that is exactly kind of how I mean. A guy goes out of business if everybody stops working with him. Stops working with him. Um, And of course, there's always the thing where you ask yourself, like, well, what if I just quit? Then just somebody else will take my place, which probably is true. But again, like, easy to say, you know, whatever. You know, like, I'm not here to say, like, Tarantino It's hard to the worst like really know this. what
2: you would do in the scenario that
0: absolutely. Quentin Tarantino is in because you're not Quentin Tarantino, right? Like, <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, I will say like the fact that this person is even willing to say like, "Yes, I heard about it, and I believe all of these women, and I fucked up, yeah. and I should have done I something." Mean, that's the sadly, bar's low, but he's he's sadly, got it. yeah, I, that's you know, as little as that is, nothing. That's still. Leaps and bounds more than many, more than a lot of people. A lot of people are ignoring it all together, you know, and just pretending. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, this a little um, bit of a drama. All of this stuff happening uh, created a huge rift uh, in their friendship and their relationship, working relationship, and personal relationship. Um, and over a course of many, many years, they have like reconciled, and um, he. Expressed Morrison apologized, and you know, asked for forgiveness quite, quite a long time ago. Um, and it was many years before she. And I, I don't blame her. Uh, yeah, she was like, "I'm chill I mean, with him now," because I don't think I you, would know, say you know. It's
2: that I think that when really, we talked about death proof, I thought a little bit more about that. I actually think it was an fu to her from him almost because like, he's like, like "Oh, it. you won't do your own stunts, and you make a big deal about stuff. I'll just have the stunt woman." be the actress and she'll just
0: do all huh, her own stunts interesting you yeah. know what i mean like, like
2: maybe not but like it was in 2007 so it wasn't that long after no O'Bell. just a have bit of
0: it a few years and
2: he used O' bell in the role of death of like the lead in death proof and i just feel like and she's in a car the whole thing is about driving crazy in a car <laughs> i did well the
0: conversation we're referring to listeners uh before we started recording we're talking about yeah this so we found out this information and sort of like my my theory was like is the concept of death proof like is essentially kurt russell's character quentin tarantino and here these women are getting their revenge on him like exacting the blood from, I guess but, you know, potentially was but, my was my but, kind of loose interpretation possible possibly okay this could it could be, yeah, be either it could be it ass, could be so. to
2: taken two different ways but yeah
0: oh, yeah or like you said is it a fuck you like well you don't want to do it I'll get somebody who does want to do it well I'll do use it.
2: I'll just use the person who's already done all your stunts and is looks like you and is like you to me and she can
0: do the movie but here's another thing though Zo may have done that stunt and also have been terribly Injured because to me the biggest issue were the safety concerns. Because the only real difference between an actor and a stunt performer is a stunt performer is willing to get hurt. Like well, and also they
2: also know, you know? how to stop themselves more from getting hurt because they learn like different maneuvers sure. and things like that. You know?
0: But at the end of the day, I'm and they're also about. more physically fit usually, and maybe like yeah. not necessarily though. Like it's just none of that is necessarily true. Like it's just yeah. often a person who is the same height and build. And general skin color of the person who's the primary principal actor. That's like and, a again, willing to do it
2: more than if it's if it's just like height. They have to be physic They doing like fight scenes a lot of the time, and like actually, yeah, sometimes, yeah, hitting and yeah. yeah. It, to me, it seems like they have to be actually for like fight more- stuff.
0: Like you would have to be trained in martial arts stuff to be able to do fight scenes. But even then, a lot of times, stunt people are not the same people who do the fight stunts like uh, like depending on this like yeah the well, movie, well zo bell know, like, does yeah. like
2: we read it yeah. we like that that piece of trivia yeah. with a, even that she even used a samurai sword herself and actually yeah. cut
0: the baseball in half so
2: she but does at the end seem of the to day like if a car crashes physical...
0: into a tree being yeah. trained in sword play is not going to prevent you from like know, to me it's like an issue that like even this like that whole shit with like rust or like any Film, like the chances that film productions are willing to take with people's lives and safety to save a fucking buck or to get a shot. Because at the end of the day, like the director is not the one that's behind the wheel of that car, you know, like that to me is the bigger issue. It's not just Sarantino, like this is happening on our movies all the fucking time. And so to me, it is more like a a person on this movie set got seriously injured, and then the production company hid the fucking evidence, destroyed the evidence refuse to give her information like that to me is like a bigger thing than you know mm. whether or not she had the training to do anything. you know what i mean like i don't no, know i like, i wasn't yeah. making a point of it necessarily oh no no, no, just no. Saying, i'm just yeah. saying like to me like as far as like uh from her perspective you know what i mean like is her anger at like the fact that the stunt went wrong or is it the fact that, like, Tarantino wasn't her friend, kind of, compared to just, like, choosing to be a director than a human? You know what I mean? I guess mm-hmm. that's kind of my point of where I'm going from with that. But, like, yeah, it is, like, yeah, what was the, is there a point to Death, I mean, not a point. Like, is there a statement being made behind Death Proof or whatever? I yeah. don't I don't know hard to say who knows hard to say, hard to say. <laughs> what we can say though is let's talk about pill volume two
2: yeah let's do the second one second
0: movie
1: i've killed a hell of a lot of people to get to this point i went on what the movie advertisements refer to as a roaring rampage of revenge satisfaction you've got to start becoming afraid of her because she is coming and when I arrive at my destination I am gonna kill Bill
0: in this one same people right same Same actors same director different year 2004 six months later Six <laughs> months later. The bride continues her quest of vengeance against her former boss and lover, Bill, the reclusive bouncer, Bud, played by Michael Madsen. Which, actually, does he get introduced in the first movie? Yeah. Or only mm-hmm. in the second one? Oh, he he's, is in the first one.
1: Yeah, oh, that's he's, right. he's, he's a
0: introduced. killing. He does. He participates in the killing. Uh, and the treacherous one-eyed L, a.k.a. Daryl Hannah's character. Yes. So that this is where the fucking crazy-ass fights with Daryl Hannah's character happens. <laughs>
2: I forgot so much, like, we talked about this already, but I forgot so much about this movie because i don't only seen it, like, maybe once or twice. Yeah, same. Um, like, didn't I didn't remember anything. so much of it. Whereas, like, in Kill Bill, I didn't remember, but when things were happening, I was like, oh, yeah, like, this is familiar, I remember this. But, like, there's this, like, we'll talk more in depth, but there's a snake scene in this film. Fully forgot there was a snake T- yeah. in this movie. Totally
0: forgot about that, yeah. Anyway. But yeah. <laughs> and which is funny because like that even happens in the scene that I feel I remember the most which is the fight with uh, Daryl Hannah's character. Like, that Yeah was no the I remember her scene. Part I remember but yeah none of that. The sword fighting remember, part. Didn't remember Michael Madsen's character whatsoever. Like did not even remember her face at all i
2: was like, oh, then, like i didn't okay. remember initially but like when we, we got to the trailer that all seemed very familiar it was just more of like certain things that happened i'm like oh gosh i don't remember that like um the buried alive piece like i didn't remember that until Anne sophie we watched this with Anne sophie my wife I did she said something that. about it and she thought it was in the first film same and it was yeah. actually in the second film that she does her she gets buried alive. Oh my gosh, this movie. There's a lot that happens yes. in this one. So yeah, and this
0: this <laughs> one we start seeing. Yeah, so there's really a lot of jumping around in time. So at the point that we are in this film, uh she has killed She kills Oren Ishii first. However, we see it as the last kill in the first movie. Yeah. She goes from then from Japan back to the United States. That is where she kills Vernita. Who is the first kill we see in the movie, right? Yeah, I guess. But why is she with the so. pussy
2: wagon still?
0: I then, now yeah. I'm worried
2: now I'm confused.
0: Maybe she did kill her first and Maybe then she sold did. the van, but then how does she get out to Japan? Uh, yeah, she's just got cars. It's it's a little it's a little. Okay. We're a little. Anyway, unclear, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Dead. People are dead. Yeah, <laughs> she's on the on the rampage. She's got <laughs> she's her gotten two down. Sword. She has she's three ahead down. of her. <laughs> yes, um, and so. uh she goes to confront Michael Madsen's character, this guy, Bud, who lives in the middle of literally fucking nowhere in this little trailer. And we learn uh, more about
2: her background in this film, her and Bill. Yes. There's a lot of storytelling about, like, her relationship with Bill and, like, yes. how she got her actual martial arts training
0: to... Well, somewhat. So, what is interesting... So, um... Essentially, she gets captured by Bud, uh, which I think this scene is a little unrealistic to me. She has, like, no stealth whatsoever when trying to confront Bud. He just, like, blasts her in the chest with a fucking She didn't jacket. expect
2: him to know that
0: he she was on her way. Oh, that's true, because, yeah, he was trying to do a decoy thing of he's just, like, bopping around his little trailer and stuff. I yeah, she really
2: didn't think he knew she was there at yeah. all. She was just opening the door because she thought she was going to be a badass bitch.
0: Um, speaking <laughs> of opening the door, either I have a crazy cat or a woman with a samurai sword outside oh, the Oh, shit. Check that out. <laughs> I've woken the bride. <laughs> Um, But yeah, so he buries her alive. Uh, she gets caught by Bud. He blasts her in the chest with a shotgun. Or rock salt. Yeah. Uh, buries her alive. And While she is buried alive, there's a flashback of she and Bill together. She's kind of like this young gal, and they're just sort of being like sort of hippie lovers together. But he basically drops her off um, at this temple uh, of this um, samurai master, essentially. And is like, go up there and train with this guy. I train with this guy. Which is like okay, fair enough. But like she also already had like training, right? Right. She well, she had had
2: like kung fu training or something, and he was teaching her like martial art or something. A else. different, a different style. And, of like martial it was arts, like but... when she had a she had a punch through like with wall the wall, wood yeah. and like I don't kind like, of like does she
0: explain why she had ever had any. No. All only the I think other she's,
2: martial arts? Well, we kind of learned that from a very early age, she's been into, like, fighting and, like, kicking ass, though. Because, like, we learned about her school experience when we learned yeah. her name. And so, like, I think that she's just always kind of been, like, t- doing... T- kickboxing or like, you know, so, but he laughs yeah. at her. Remember like the, the actual trainer, the guy she gets dropped off at, where she's yeah. going to be working for years with this guy. Um, he laughs at her training because she's just probably taking these like classes here and there. And she's getting official, legit training yeah like guy.
0: fucking crazy ass training.
2: yeah like assassin level training yes <laughs> you know? and like yeah teaches her to and i like it's years i think she's there for a couple years
0: i can't remember how long she's and like daryl well. Hanna also trained with this guy um, so yeah we um everybody learned... i guess does <laughs> yeah everybody kind of yeah tra- trains with this guy and like Oh, he yes, also has this
2: 5 point. This is important when she we also learn in her flashback. He he like knows this 5 point technique that kills you. And he yeah. he, he doesn't teach it to anybody. That's what Bill says. He doesn't teach Bill's it. Bill's
0: aware that it exists, but yes. he was not taught um mm-hmm. this thing. Yeah, they're like Yeah, have like, a fire them. talk about this Yeah, you know, like five finger death. You just touch somebody five, five with finger five
2: fingers. And then and they, have they five die. Five separate
0: points, or something.
2: After something, walking something. away for thirty seconds, then they die, or something. You have to walk. Or five. They get five
0: steps. They can five get five steps, steps, or steps, and then their yeah. heart explodes. Yes. Uh, so yeah, she's training with this dude, and there's some really iconic scenes here. But yeah, one is like, so she basically has her fingers against the board, and then from that short distance, punches like creates a powerful, a powerful enough punch to like break the wood without like, moving your whole with arm. With this training, you know, yeah. Yeah, with this training. Along with many, many other things. Uh, but, it, yeah. Which comes in handy when you're in a wooden coffin and you can't move your arm, but you can punch yeah. through I, the wood. I like. I wonder the if dirt. the
2: conversations were, like, no one's going to be able to believe that she'd punch through wood. Whoa, well, we should just do a flashback where she learns how to punch through wood.
0: You know, like how she does this, yeah. And so she basically, like, earns... Uh, they later describe this teacher as like a raging misogynist. So I don't know if he actually necessarily respects her at the end, but he does, you know, to, to, to her, tutor her in ways he of does. killing people with your hands. Um and <laughs> so yeah, we find out like this guy is like it's, it's funny, like funny asshole guy. Like this teacher uh, like he's uh, rough, it's like, like he's like a boot camp instructor I cannot remember his name. Like the character's no name Pay Pay Mai or some shit. Uh, he's a real fucking asshole. <laughs> and, um, but uh, we just kind of see some cruel things that he does, and just sort of ways to like make the whole process more awful. But when um the bride and Daryl Hannah's character have their fight in this movie. We learned that the way Daryl Hannah lost her eye was oh, that this instructor p- plucked it out of her fucking head. Because like, she was being a bitch. Just being a, a fucking asshole or whatever. Just not doing what she was supposed to be doing. So he took her eye. Which and then like, she Jesus. kills him. Yeah, then she killed him. She killed him for it. But you know, nah. There you go. Kind of gives you a, like a quick little insight. Don't take Hannah somebody's character. eye. <laughs> no honor among this fucking bitch. She'll she's take rough. her eye. She'll take her life. Yeah, She's rough. Uh, but yeah, so we see this great flashback. Training sequence while she is in the uh, uh, coffin. Um, and in the meantime, while she's like buried alive, Michael Madsen has called Daryl Hannah like, Hey, I got, I got her a- Buried her dead. alive. I've got um, her sword, come buy her it. Her sword, come buy it. There's also this whole thing about how Michael Madsen was given a sword. Uh, his character is Bill's brother. Uh, that Bill gave him a Hattori Hanzo sword. And Bill asks him about it. And Bud says to him, like, oh, that piece of shit, I pawned it for $250. And yeah. like, Bill is incensed, like very upset about it because this is like, a it's a priceless sword, you and engraved, sell. personalized, engraved <laughs> to him. So yeah, like Bill is like really and like I really, uh, yeah, offended. Yeah, um, and I love that that whole thing because not only is it kind of like setting up why there's this other amazing sword in the house, but like kind of showing Bill's weird sense of right and wrong. And like yeah, because gips. this
2: guy wants to kill him, apparently. He's making a sword. He made a sword for her just for out for her of his Just for her to kill retirement. him with it. Yeah. <laughs> <He> <laughs>
0: specifically <laughs> made a sword for her to use to kill yeah, him. But
2: yeah, but you never sell one of his swords. Or just, yeah, <laughs> just to
0: give it away. Um, but yeah. yeah, it was kind of an interesting, like, uh, way of, like, highlighting his sense of, like, loyalty. Yeah, his moral morality like, yeah. in the world and, like, what it he also... Uses- like um i think you brought it up earlier we were talking about like why bill like wants to kill her like just like his sense of like needing all the attention like the fact that you wouldn't value this sword they gave you so even though you live in a fucking shack in the fucking nowhere he lives we see bill's palatial villa that he and his lives brother's in, I in mean,
2: a trailer in the desert
0: yeah, and it's like, I mean, there might for be money. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, like, begging him for money. So it's like, and then, like, having the audacity to be like, why would you pawn this precious sword I gave you, or whatever. Like, yeah, so fucked and up. And he also like, is
2: this- pretty sensible, because he's like, when he talks to Bill, he's like, listen, we deserve to be killed. Yeah, so he, yeah. You know, I, mean, like, <laughs> character's I mean, I'm not going to let her
0: kill me if I can help it, but... If she gets away with it. (laughs) I like Michael Madsen as an actor. And I think he is a good actor. He played that character a little broad for me. Like he was a little. Maybe it was just the hat. Maybe if they just lost that hat. Did uh, he have the hat the whole time? He had this very crumpled straw cowboy hat that was just, like, absurd looking. I think maybe that was just just maybe (laughs) the hat threw me off. But, like, I liked the character. But, yeah, he was just a little... I wanted him to, like, just dial it back a little bit. But he was, like, kind of quiet for the most part. Like, physically, I think he did. But it was just, like, I don't know. But, like, when he says, like, (laughs) like, she's right. Like, we deserve to be killed. Like, i really found but so like does his, she
2: he says too because she's an assassin yeah. too it's like we, they, we're
0: all bad people in our own ways which is true you know i for definitely them. Uh, <laughs> his point of view in this film is probably the one i most agree <laughs> yeah probably, he's like you know
2: um and yeah so she's still buried alive this is but bill this isn't the bill part right she's like but um uh what's her name l is it her name, Daryl Hannah's character, Oh, L. Yes, Driver?
0: Driver. Yeah. Yeah.
2: She comes with the money the next morning. Uma Thurman's still trying to get there at this point. Like her character is like, oh yeah, she's gotten out, buy... of it, but she's still on her way back to the trailer to to de- finish her job. But yeah. Daryl Hannah's there, and she's extremely disappointed that he was the one <laughs> that oh killed, that got to kill
0: yes that and killed her. She... Yeah, so she's coming with money to buy the The sword. Supposedly.
2: (laughs) She's got the money. that's the
0: plan. That's the money that she has. But she also has a little trick up her sleeve. A little secret in the money. Doesn't give a shit about Bud. And she wants the money and the sword. So she has a snake that bites the shit out of Bud and kills him. Uh, Yeah, it's like a very, very poisonous snake. Poisonous snake. That uh, kills you. Yeah, Actually, this is the Pit Viper, which I believe that that is right that's now, her name. That's her. Or California maybe. Mountain something. She's like California Mountain oh. Snake or something like that. Yeah, something like that. And I then... I Let's look. Uh, Michael thats is Sidewinder. Copperhead was indeed... The
1: Deadly Viper,
2: Assassin
0: Squad was the whole thing. Um... Maybe
1: That's, like, maybe the whole name was, of the
2: group. Yeah. She was the California mountain snake.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, so. Also, it's even pointed out, like, the names don't, like, it's dumb. Like, yes, Vernita Green should have been Black Mamba. It should not have been her yeah. character. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, so, yes. Yeah. So, at this point, Bud's all pump full of venom. His face is a pus mess. Daryl Hannah's like, I'm the fucking bitch. I got the sword. I got the money. Here comes zombie, <laughs> zombie bride, dirt covered freak lurching her way towards this fucking. Uh, to, ki- to kill. Ca- not Cabin. Bud. Uh, not to, trail, kill. to kill Bud. Not even mm-hmm. aware that fucking Daryl Hannah's there. Busts in. There's fucking Daryl Hannah. I get mayhem. Absolute mayhem ensues. There's people being thrown through walls, smashed through freaking sinks. Just. just fucking gut. They gut this trailer <laughs> at yeah. this point.
2: Wait, like, does she get kill her or does she just
0: take her other eye? She just takes her other eye. Well, number one, we find oh, Bud did not sell the Hanzo sword. Oh, yeah. But it has it stuck in like a golf bag. Like a golf, so, golf bag. So yeah, Daryl Hannah though has the She has the one that was made Uma's, for the bride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then yeah, so now it's Hanzo versus Sword versus Hanzo Sword. They are fighting in, like, the bathroom of this Everywhere. trailer. Everywhere. They're busting all over the fucking place. They're busting through walls. Busting through walls. Busting <laughs> through Space Time <Nine> Continuum. <laughs> and then, oh my god, so the editing. You, you know what? This getting, uh, An earlier Quentin Tarantino that we talked about, four rooms. The Quentin Tarantino scene in Four Rooms when it's like the chop, ah, bing, boom, boom. And then, like, he's out the door with the fucking money, like that quick editing that happened in this. This was such a great scene. They're locked in combat. Boom, Uma Thurman reaches out with a little fucking crane hand, which plucks her eye straight out of her head. She drops and is just screaming. Trying Slailing. to find her, Which I mean, she, she's, she's got a sword, right? She's completely blind at this point. She's she has got nothing. still has her sword. She's trying to Flint stab at her. Around. <laughs> does she not cut off maybe one of her hands? No, no. I, I think she, think she just leaves her like just that, say, yeah, flailing leaves her, about. Leaves her flailing about with one eye or no eyes, no eyes, and like steps. Oh, oh
2: yeah, gross.
0: Yes, here's the weird foot. Wait, was it one. If, she's Yeah,
2: she's barefoot. barefoot.
0: Barefoot and she steps on the eyeball. Yes.
2: There's yes. more feet things in this one, too. I remember thinking it multiple times. But yeah, that We're, one was especially gross. Quinturne, you, if you're
0: listening, number one, we want you on the show. We have a lot of yeah. questions. Love to talk some movie. Also, you're a sick little freak. You're a sick Just little freak. Just pay for your. Foot shit, okay. I, like God, yeah <laughs> Seriously, Jesus. has this woman not gone through enough with your bullshit? And now you gonna make her step in a goddamn eyeball. I hope Zoe. Did Zoe Bell have to do the eyeball step? Whose foot? Whose foot? It was, was that? probably
2: Uma's, because
0: probably was Uma's foot.
2: It was know? Uma's in the but... truck, and they probably kept the same foot for continue like proper. Yeah,
0: or there, maybe it wasn't.
2: <laughs> maybe it was no. Who's maybe it was somebody else completely.
0: <laughs> um so I actually did take some notes. I forgot for this one. I took like zero notes for the first movie. I think the only notes I took for the first one were, uh, Oh, there's an opening proverb, uh, that is attributed to Klingons volume one. Uh, and then another note I had was some very phallic sword work, which yes, there's a lot of like weird holding of swords intentionally, a very intentionally phallic sword work. Uh, I was looking at this one. There's some other things that I forgot about. Uh, when she... She's buried alive in a cemetery. So it's like she may- does look like a fucking dead person coming out of it. She does. Just like <laughs> There's a very funny scene when she busts out. She just crosses this highway into a diner. And the <laughs> diner staff is just like, oh! <laughs> the fuck are we <laughs> looking at? Like, I had totally forgotten about that scene. And didn't, like, she say
2: where she came from? Because they're like, where did she? And, like, she said she came from the cemetery and it was, like. Yeah, yeah, she's just, like,
0: across the street (laughs) from, like, I just came out of there. (laughs) Um, I had also forgotten there is a sound effect um, throughout both films um, when she is about to, like, Go into fight mode. I call it the rage switch engage. So it's like, like a ee, siren, like oh, wait Yes, yeah. I. And then L. Love... Driver has like
2: that song, the whistle, and I love. She that. has
0: like a little like sound too. Uh, but man, I fucking love that rage switch engage. I, I think about it sometimes, like when I find myself getting into it, I'm just like
2: wee. wee. There's a lot of like cool <laughs> stuff actually in like with music cuz they they have that bang bang song tune bang bang i shot you t- yeah
0: and there's also this song um that he uses in the first film um when Oren and her gang are walking down the hallway there's like this oh yeah, little, like da da da, 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 that is like a very old um like from the 60s japanese song that was used in like this one kung fu movie oh and he put it in this movie and now that song is in every movie it's so crazy like how because it's perfect it is the perfect song for like a badass group of people to be slowly walking down a hallway or or a team assembling like it is that kind of music but it was like learning that this was not I was like oh yeah shit like every single like I think this is in like Kung Fu Panda now or some shit like everybody is using that song so that was like super interesting Uh, but yeah like that Bang Bang song I love that song Uh, there oh gosh Uh, there was another scene I'm like kind of blanking on um, what that music was but uh, there was some other stuff um, in this second one that Um, we start learning more about Bill. We actually start seeing Bill, spending more time with Bill. There's another flashback uh, at the church, like before she is killed or attempted to be killed there when they're talking. Yeah, where he comes the day before or something. When they're doing their rehearsal, like their wedding rehearsal. Uh, And um, they're just talking on the little porch or whatever of this tiny little church. And like, he is so menacing and like I don't think of David Carradine in general as being like a menacing guy the way like I don't know like you know there's a certain actors who've just made like a career of being like real scary dudes and like he was never like he always seemed like peaceful like you know but he's, like, terrifying. Like, he's a really terrifying fucking piece of shit. And, like, that really, like, carried through. Because, like, when she finally confronts him at, like, the villa or whatever. Like, he's being, like, very gracious. Their child is there. He's being very hospitable to her. But the whole time, it's like your heart is just in your throat. Like, just Susan, yeah. like, try to chop her head off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> at any moment because <laughs> like, you already just, know yeah. that he is going to try to kill her the next day and so <laughs> absolutely yeah absolutely and like um, like I it's just kind of an interesting thing because it's like when you think about like kind of like the structure of like a movie like normally it's kind of like things are going along like shit gets really crazy and then it's like a little bit happens and then you're done. Yeah. You know? But like here, we had two hours of fucking insanity with the first movie. And then this one starts out pretty fucking crazy. Cause like that fight with like L, like the shit with Bud, and da dah dah dah, and then you're seeing all these training montages and da-da. But then this last like 20 minutes is just like them talking at this house. Yeah, and that's like. So true there's a she's... bit of a conflict. There's one part right when she first gets there before she sees her daughter. Right. Uh, that they're at first fighting and then she comes out and then she's like, holy shit, like, there's my daughter. You know, and like, yeah. understandably is, like, now focused on her. But, like...
2: It is, like, a while, though. It is, like, a lot at the end of the movie. and She, you're like, right, like, takes a will...
0: nap and has dinner and shit. <laughs> well, I think it's just, like, really, like... It
2: shows you that as soon as she realizes she still has her daughter, it changed. Her she is no plan. longer the assassin anymore. Well, the,
0: she, yeah, yeah.
2: Because she was, she basically was just getting all this revenge because so she had nothing to live for anymore.
0: Well, she was on a suicide mission, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like she and did so, not plan on living past. And this. Like, so, yeah. like
2: she needed, she still like needed to figure out what to do about Bill at this point because. She still wants to kill him. Obviously, He's yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Daughter from her, even like that's so much worse. Like oh better God. and worse. I don't know. It's like it's great that the baby survived and she was able to be born and everything, um but it's absolutely
0: upsetting that she. Didn't but it's get like to know even a it. more fuck because the thing is like they could have killed her at any time when she was in that coma. Bill chose not to kill her specifically so he could show her that he had their kid. And he was raising her her. her by himself. Yes. how fucking fucked up. And And he proved to her
2: how fucked up she was in a way, like how he was fucking her up because she had her do that example about school or something like where it was a little bit morbid and twisted. That Oh, she killed something. She killed a bug or something. Yeah. Or a fish oh, or a fish. She put her fish out of water and he's like, and what did we learn? And it was twisted the way he was teaching her about how, um, you know, the, death totally, of yeah. the fish.
0: And also so. like kind of just so controlling in the fact that like, well, we can all be together and be a happy family.
2: Yeah. it's exactly You have to be with
0: friends. me yeah. and you have. Yeah. And like, My God. also like trying to show, like she just had a passive interest in martial arts. He turned her into an assassin. Yeah, Like, she was just, like, a bright-eyed chick just traveling around Asia, backpacking, having a great time, and then this fucking total psycho turns ruined her fucking life. Yeah, turns her into a murderer, takes
1: And
0: then she away. finds
2: somebody, like, well, she quits and finds somebody, falls in love with somebody, and is going to try to have a normal life because she finds out she's yeah. pregnant. You know, so she leaves because she's pregnant. She's like, I'm not going to let my kid
0: grow up in this kind yeah. of environment. And, and then that's exactly, unfortunately, what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking kill. Rage switch engage, <laughs> And she uses the, the five, five fingers
2: finger death punch,
0: punch or whatever. Because
2: he taught called. her that. So that's how yeah. much he respected her is he didn't teach Bill,
0: but he taught yeah, her. Yeah. And then, yeah, I love when she does it and Bill just goes, he like, taught you the five. He bought you the dog. He, the death. he like, yes. knows. He, he knows what just goes. happened to him. It is one of those things that's kind of frustrating, though, because at the end of the day, Bill fucking sucks. He is just, like, a fucking abusive, fucking dead inside, controlling sack of shit. But there is something at the end like where he like kind of gives her the nod of respect that like she was taught this and he wasn't. But it's like, fuck you. Like, I, she doesn't I don't need that know. from him. She doesn't need that from him. Like, she doesn't need that from him. We that all felt fucking... it
2: when she used the five point. He didn't need to say oh, shit. Oh, so
0: satisfying. And then I count <laughs> the five steps and then he just fucking slumps over on the lawn. and You're like, Boom, yeah. there she's got the fucking daughter, got money. I guess I'm assuming we'll just take all of Bill's money. I guess she just Stay at Bill's place. Yeah. Who the fuck is knows it legal? Anything? Who knows what's going on he with all that? bought stuff. that with like assassin money. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, he gives a shit. It's, like, everybody. find dead. the title for
2: it in the attic or
0: something. And just I think can a <laughs> show. Don't at the end, like, she's just like hanging out on the beach or something. I can't even remember what they I, the name, don't. I don't. Remember. Oh. So we said, we learn about her the name. Ugh. <sighs> her name is we keep bill calls her kiddo throughout which we kind of assume because yeah, there's the a significant uh age difference between the two of them uh no her name is beatrix kiddo her last name is <laughs> kiddo and he actually Stupid. calls everybody
2: i think by like by like their last name their last name and yeah and also so. just
0: what a dumb name beatrix kiddo beatrix, kiddo. beatrix is beatrix
2: well, I mean, that, that reminds me of Harry Potter.
0: Yeah, like, or uh, Beatrix Potter, who wrote the books, the little, um, Oh, yeah. tail books. That's kind of funny. Wait, is there a Beatrix Potter? Are I think it's
2: Beatrix name? Lestrange. Isn't that her name? Or oh, Bellatrix. she has like a...
0: It's Bellatrix. okay. Beatrix. Also, she, her last name isn't Potter. Also, I'm like, they actually <laughs> no. have a character named Beatrix Potter? No, so no. Older, she's but... just in Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Beatrix kiddo. Dumb fucking name. I was like, she should just never said it. Like, just never tell me the name of that stuff. <laughs> if that's the name. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. Uh, another thing that was very weird to me... Very odd font choices in a lot of the credits in both films, but particularly <laughs> it in like the second... was like it, it just was like somebody went crazy with some fonts. I don't know. It just didn't make sense. It was very like <laughs> Avatar and their papyrus font. Kind oh, of I things. remember like, seeing some this? weird
2: stuff in that. <laughs> it's very sure. odd. And it changed a lot. Like the font changed. All the over style. the place.
0: Fonts all over the place, changing all over the place. Uh, some weird music choices in the second one. Like, some hip-hop that I don't feel made sense for the scene. Particularly when that style of music was not really being used anywhere else. Like, I don't know. I wasn't a bad song. Just some of the music choices were kind of like, eh, I don't know. Uh, But I did really love, like, the humor in the second one. Like, I yeah. feel it was a funnier it was a
2: faster paced one too in some ways like well not faster paced but like there's so more happened. a lot more happened yeah um i don't know and didn't at the same time i don't like it's hard to explain but it is that you're right like it's like one movie the whole movie is like one movie The both both parts but they have when you split them where you split them they end up having such different tones yeah big time and so it's just like there's still one tone at the same time. Like if you think of it as a whole, um, but yeah, I don't know. I I, feel, uh, I I still cherish this. If we're doing that already, I still cherish.
0: I will. I cherish this one as well. Cherish both of these movies. I love kind of how different they are. There was something very personal and quiet. Like to me, like, like the final scene we talked about in the first one where, uh, Lucy Liu's character dies. It almost kind of marks the shift into this like kind of quieter. Again, there's like definitely some crazy fucking scenes, but like it was a quieter um, movie
2: in some parts though. Because like I think that's probably one of the reasons why it's not as rewatchable in some ways as the first one is because it, c- it will get laggy for me if I watch that again re- now around the training parts. I would just be like, okay, uh. <laughs> you know, like yeah. Of-
0: and, like, I think in a traditional movie, we would have seen that training scene in the first movie. That would have been, like, near the yeah. beginning. And we would have seen, like, boom, boom, boom. She's, like, check, you know, checking off. Each and of we had a little bit of the list. training with the sword stuff in the first movie. But yes. it was a, that was a lot faster. Very part. brief. Yeah. Like it was
2: very brief.
0: And, I, yeah, I think there is something about, like, kind of giving more space to think about, Kind of like what Michael Madsen talks about, like we do deserve to die, but so does she, and like kind of this introspective of all of these people, kind of like looking at their lives. Like Michael Madsen was not just going to let this woman kill her, go kill him, but he also looked like a guy who didn't have a lot to live for, and, and like he'd gone through a lot, and like yeah. Just was- and- Even with Elle, we see her and she's just, like, inhuman. She's animalistic and savage. Like, she is just going to spend all this money to buy a sword, like, for what reason? But then she kills him anyway. And then it's just, like, nothing real. She's so nihilistic, you know? It's just everything is death. And, like, Mm. you see kind of all of these different people and all of them. And she's also really just likes to get things easy,
2: which is why she didn't want to do the training for the... like she didn't do well with the training she's just like not interested in working hard to get something she wants to work easy and just like skim do it
0: dirty whatever do it the dirty way yeah no honor no honor no no artistry she's just like Mm -hmm. brutal like just a brutal savage you know and like then we see bill who we're supposed you know like kind of fancies himself this like artisan but he's just a piece of shit. <laughs> like, oh, he he's thinks he's just, so cool, He's though. so cool, and so... He thinks he's so cool. His beautiful house, and the way he talks, and the way he speaks. He he's smart. like precious swords, and, like, yeah, he's <laughs> just nothing. He's just a dead old man on a lawn. And, like, I love, like, this idea But she about, like, fell Uma. for it, though. And she fell for it, and you see, like, she's just, like, stripping off all this shit, and she's like, it's just me and my fucking daughter, like no more of this garbage. You know, I kind yeah. of like this idea of like, it is a simple story of a woman getting out of an abusive relationship.
2: And there's <laughs> you know? like that, like that in like caption that's like a lioness has been re- reunited with her cub.
0: Yeah. And all is uh, right in the jungle or something. Something like that, which like harkens back to like a uh, lone wolf and cub, which was like a long running martial arts series about this guy yeah. and his child who, just go on adventure, ninja adventure, or martial arts adventures or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, like, it is just this, ultimately, the story of this woman and her daughter reuniting and living life, you know? Yeah. Like, going off to Star's Hollow and having brunch every day or whatever Star's Hollow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> to live their little Gilmore Girls fantasy, you know? Uh, but, yeah, and I kind of liked, like, having that space. Like, but I do agree with you, that it works two together. Like, I wouldn't want to just put the second one on, you know, like, maybe for, like, some, I would see some scenes from it, like, the cool fights. But, yeah, like, ultimately, like, this is not, uh, again, cherish, but, yeah, yeah, it is just a much more contemplative, and, like, it is giving you the emotional backstory and the emotional closure of, like, all the shit you've been seeing. But, yeah, it's a lot, because, I mean, ultimately, it's a lot of death. And even before all of these people dying in service of Bill's fucking dick, essentially, like just the lives he kind of stole from these women, and like yeah. we don't know, L might have been just like a psycho that would have killed people anyway. Yeah, same with Oren like or Gogo. Oh, yeah, but Oren but even O-Ren,
2: then, yeah. Oren was the on the re- the trajectory that that trajectory. <laughs> she already
0: had some right. crazy shit, but yeah, and it is just like just the way. But maybe
2: maybe started. Vivica A Fox would have been. Although she was living just a fine life, you know, and so d- Shame, Bill, but maybe Bill she was Bill still killing
0: take, professionally. Know. Who knows? Uh, who, what knows? She was, uh, going who knows? On. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> we'll never know because she's dead. Uh, <laughs> what's not dead is lightning round. Hot yeah. topics, fast opinions based on the movies we talked about today. Are you ready for lightning round? Yes. Um, one of these doesn't make any sense because there was not. I was going to say vans. There are no vans in this movie, uh, so let's just say trucks. Uh, I would say um, themed vehicles, like vehicles <sighs> where like the paint job, the interior, the license plate, everything is going. It's like a purple car that has like fuzz. Yeah, and It's like I grittis, get it. I get it. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, themed I'm going to cherish that.
0: I, I think it's definitely cherish. I'm going to turn it. If I
2: had unlimited amount of money, my car would probably be themed in some way. What would your theme What would your car I don't know, but I definitely want to have like stuff, in, like things that are hidden inside, you know, like transformer type situations, like where the seats go down and turn into something else or like, you know, things Ooh, like that. Like,
0: like a that. rube gold like, peep- peep-
2: my ride or type <laughs> style inside. <laughs>
0: With like a juicer and a Maybe a water fountain, you know, like yeah, <laughs> a water that. feature. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would really enjoy that as well. Uh, martial arts classes—why not? I say cherish. cherish. I would yeah. like to take one. I never have, but I should. Yeah. I would like to. Would be cool. Wedding rehearsals. Mm.
2: Cherish I, don't I get I didn't do a rehearsal. Do whatever you, you want. You? I wouldn't. No, I didn't. I
0: didn't barely do unless a Unless wedding. you have something a lot. Like, I would say maybe if there's like a very involved ceremony where people got to do But then if there is certain a, certain a times, very involved
2: ceremony, I'm just not
0: interested in yeah, the. Yeah, I didn't do that. We just kind of so. figured it out day of. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to say. I will, actually, you know, I'm gonna say perish, because I feel the wedding rehearsal is just another part of the wedding industrial just complex to, to get people, people out, to spend maybe. more shit. We gotta pay for the rehearsal. Oh yeah, kid, well, it's the f- father pays
2: for the father of the bride pays for the
0: wedding, and the
2: father of the, the father groom. Father of the groom. the parents rehearsal. of the groom pay for the rehearsal supposedly
0: in like a in a traditional situation or whatever? But it's also <laughs> like it becomes very hierarchical because not everybody gets invited to the rehearsal, and, and not, not everybody, everybody has, has parents, had
2: parents had that have money.
0: Yeah, Crazy. <laughs> also, yeah, you should at this point in fucking history pay for your own goddamn wedding. Like girl. <laughs> girl. Uh so perish for me for wedding versus <laughs> um <laughs> weddings, great. Anyway, sorry. Uh work uniforms.
2: Uh did this say parish.
0: cherish. Oh yeah, interesting. I hated them when I had to wear them, but now I'm like, God, I wish I just had one. It would make life so easy. If I was just like, I
2: guess given, it depends like, on the... what you're doing. But like I just oh, yeah, th- yeah.
0: so like when I worked at the theater
2: it sucked that there was uniforms for people. Like it would, it just, it just did for them. They hated it because um, of what the uniform was. So I guess work uniforms, but let's be reasonable about these work uniforms. Let's make them comfortable for people. Oh, there. what it,
0: what was the uniform? What it was so like this, like it.
2: itchy, super itchy polo, and oh. it was this terrible, like red maroon, and it just wasn't very. It would show stains so easily, and it just was like oh, this. Yeah. We're getting stains on these things all of the time, and so they you had to like yeah no so it just wasn't very yeah you either nice. need
0: to give if you're gonna have like uniform shirts or like stitched shit or whatever you have to give people like five shirts that's the thing is we two. only gave
2: people one they could buy more if they wanted. See that? No. If you're going to buy more, you have more. to
0: give it like part timers should be getting like two to three, full timers like five to six. like that's And there should just be, should be variety.
2: I just think it's a little bit silly when everybody looks exactly the same. Like I like what Target does where they say khakis it's just in red, red
0: shirt, khakis. Exactly. Make things look. I if think that that's lovely.
2: People,
0: I feel like if you're not going to give people like ample amount of clothing to do a full work week, then this should be something like Target, like yeah. red everything's gotta be or like even just make it like all black or jeans and a denim white shirt or whatever denim yeah it's crazy just maybe like the
2: top i don't know it's silly you guys awesome are, thing about macy's.
0: <laughs> macy's is very cool about how they do work up, up stuff so oh, yeah what do they right? do that's one thing um uniform? it is kind of like whatever you want to wear like it kind of is yeah, i mean like it has to be like no like ripped jeans and no like super athletic but clothes. you kind of wish you had a uniform now now I have, like, very specific outfits that I only like, wear to work like it's planned. But, like, in yeah. general, I don't think work uniforms are the worst. Like, I hated them when I was young and goth and wanted to dress like a freak all the time. But as an adult now, like, if, yes, if tomorrow Macy's was like, oh, here are five shirts. You're going to have to just wear these shirts to work and wear them with jeans. I'd be like, okay, fine. That's fine. With me. Yeah, I
2: mean, fine. like, the thing is, is they're never giving people five.
0: Ever. Yeah. Also, though, they would never do that at all because they want you wearing their clothes. So you're basically right. showing people by clothes. Uh, yeah. But anyway. I think I cherish them. The reason I brought up those crazy eighty eights, How fucking cool did they all look wearing the same thing? Is that a that uniform? <laughs> I would consider it a work uniform. Do you okay. think all of all those right. people want to wear a black suit to fight in? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, fair, fair but, point, and finally, point. revenge.
2: A parish yeah
0: i like the idea of it i do too but it's just it's unnecessary best revenge is a life lived well yes and a cold shoulder the best
2: (laughs) revenge is showing people you don't care enough to even do it think about them to do revenge exactly like you're (laughs) like i don't
0: even like i'm just over like oh
2: right oh that actually didn't bother me because you don't matter
0: Exactly. I, the best like, revenge, a cold shoulder and a joyful smile. That's how I <laughs> how I feel about it. So yeah, I say parish revenge. It just takes. It's just so boring. It takes I'm a. Your I'm life.
2: like if I'm gonna bring it biblical. I'm a. I'm a turn the other cheek kind of a person more than I am a, a eye for an eye. Cause there's like, um, yeah
0: i I don't know if I necessarily like turn the other cheek. I'm not gonna like pretend it didn't happen necessarily, but I'm definitely not gonna let them control anything about me. Like, after yeah, I'm just me, saying,
2: out of the yeah. two, yeah, I'm not oh gonna yeah go yeah full yeah, I, or anything. Yeah, but,
0: no, yeah, same. Yeah. I'm not gonna like fucking burn it all down until I. I'm like just like got if like my justice like if you're a reform, cheater of yeah.
2: games, for example, if you're a cheater at games, I've played with cheaters. I I'll play with you. But
0: I I know
2: and you what know, games uh, you what did, games
0: have you played with people that they cheated at?
2: Uh, I've played with people who like stole in like cards or like started out with cards that weren't really the right cards. Like I've had people where you know like you get dealt cards yeah. where they like gave themselves like every time they somehow oh, had like more cards? like the exact oh, yeah. right situation when you're just like this doesn't make sense.
1: That doesn't make sense. And then yeah. there was
2: another time there was somebody who was cheating off of one that was like a judgment it was called true it's called true colors mm-hmm. and it's easy to cheat on this one but it's obvious when you do because this one you judge people and you say hey who in the room is the cheapest and then everybody votes for who the, they think is the cheapest for the example cheapest, yeah i mean that's like not the main ones that <laughs> they're nicer <laughs> I get it, yeah that's but, um, but, yeah. Um, but kind of,
0: like, like
2: everybody is everybody There might be one where people aren't sure who gets it, right? And so it's kind of a split room. But every once in a while, but there'll be one where you're like, there's nobody else but this person and everyone's going to be agreement. And then you get more points if you're right. And so you say, I'm going to get all of the – the votes for yeah. this one. Um, So I'm going to get – I'll get more points because I am going to yeah. get it. And I didn't – it wasn't even me that did this. It was somebody else that didn't get the points because she put down that she was going to get all of them. But somebody else was like, oh, well, I didn't vote for her because I figured she was going to say she'd get all of the points because, you know, she fits this one. So I didn't vote for her because then I knew she'd get the points. I'm like, that's cheating. Like the whole yeah, point so like it, the point of the game. You yeah, know, like, like...
0: – it's not to get points. It's like
1: yeah, it's to just vote to for like, the
2: right answer. Do
0: the vote thing and then whoever happens to Yeah, it's so like
2: it's not points, cheating yeah. necessarily. But like the point like my like, whole thing is. is like, they, don't, they don't win, in my opinion. Even if yeah. they win the game, they didn't win and they know they didn't win and I know they didn't win. It's just what fun is It's this? also it's not like
0: you're playing for money. It's like especially a game like that, the whole point of the game is to like find these fun ideas of like how your group thinks, not Get yeah, the point, like the but so besides. I don't even thing. care about like, the points usually, yeah, totally. Yeah,
2: exactly. Uh, it's, it's just, just fun to, fun to do I hate that. People are weird about yeah. games sometimes, though, and people I don't, are very weird but though. the point is, of with Back to Revenge, is like those oh, yeah. people, I'm not gonna cheat <laughs> at them too. Like, oh, no, know. I'm gonna yeah, keep then you're like, a I'm them. Yeah. And the- you're gonna, maybe you're gonna win this, but we're not probably playing games very often anymore.
0: Well, right? that's the thing, is like your, your quote-unquote revenge is like they don't get an invite back to game night yeah. Like, Yeah. Who wants to play with a weirdo that like doesn't know how to like be chill at a game, like non-competitive about a friendly game. Friendly game night. Yeah. Also yeah. like, yeah, this is not poker. <laughs> i know
2: fucking work i mean i can get i I can get competitive i can get irritated if people don't understand the rules and they ruin it ruin a game for some everybody else you know like i'm just like can you just pay attention
0: (laughs) when i that's the thing if i'm having a big party i really don't like complicated games because i don't like to pay attention to it i'm there to socialize and i totally
2: get that and i'll do like like cards against humanity or something like that totally like
0: cranium to me is yeah pretty simple. You're silly. just silly little action where it, so it absolutely like doesn't things. even
2: matter if it does get messed up at all totally yeah <laughs> but if it's a
0: complicated game and somebody's not paying attention but they insist on playing and yeah they just like play and it's like long, cooperative but... and so like things that they do actually yeah. matter totally. <laughs> you're just and so for me it's like <laughs> if i'm gonna play that kind of game like i am like this is the like there's no alcohol at this party probably oh i'm high as a kite usually oh high as shit don't get me wrong okay uh but yeah no like no but everybody there is just to play the game it's not like a party where games are happening no when a game happens at a party
2: it is a cranium or a true color is actually the one I is a great party game you can fuck it up but Everyone knows you're doing it on purpose. (laughs) Yeah. Or
0: some of them are like so open ended. It's like it's impossible to cheat. Like, you could not in a million years cheat at this game. It's like, yeah, making a joke or whatever. Uh, you can't so, yeah, cheat at cards that's, Against Humanity, I guess. can't really cheat at that. Not real. Like, unless it's like, you know. Unless, unless you're, like, stealing reason.
2: cards somehow. I don't know.
0: Well, because it's like, if you're, like, you know, you, like, pick your favorite one. Like, if you were constantly picking who you knew it was just to give them points, even if you didn't find that to be the funniest joke. Oh, I guess. Yeah. I know, or if like, you, didn't, or you didn't pick your favorite just because you didn't want somebody to get the car get it or something yeah i can see but like why but who's doing nobody's doing that Other than Don't Cheat at Games, what do you
2: recommend? What do you recommend Um,
0: for people?
2: So I put down this in recommendations as I was watching this as well. And I like this one a little more than the jury duty. And so those are my recommendations. I watched the first season of Why Women Kill. Um, It's uh, kind of like a Desperate Housewives type of vibe almost. Not like a documentary. It's like a a TV show. Um, It's got Lucy Liu in it oh i've heard of this yes yeah. it is and,
0: like uh at first i thought it was like a fake true
2: crime but then yeah, I, realized no, I was it's like, like no. a
0: scripted it's uh, a scripted
2: show and the very the first yeah. season is different than the second because i started the second season but the first season is set up three different storylines all in the same house in different time periods so one's in the 50s ones in the 80s ish and then one's is, is 2017 and so it's a, a contemporary little contemporary to yeah. it was on yeah and so it's it's couples in the house over the time so we got the 50s housewife type couple right in the 50s mm-hmm. we've got a couple dealing with um you know gayness and then we've got a couple dealing with a poly- polygamous type of situation mm-hmm. so make it like you know of the times and and like or you, polyam- polyamorous, you know- not polygamous. Oh, sorry, either. polyamorous. Yeah. <laughs> I, I,
0: I meant polyamorous. <laughs> They're more No, sorry, polyamorous.
2: Like normal, <laughs> yeah. not weird. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So, um, it's really it was really cool. And so you know, like the title of the show, and you know, initially that somebody in each storyline dies, and it's the it's the woman who is killing them. Right, because yeah, why, why women, women kill. kill. Yeah. So you know this, but you don't know why or what happens exactly,
0: and so you're it's like kind seeing of like that unfold. Slightly comedic, right? Oh, it's very not... comedic. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Heavily yes. comedic. Okay. I have heard this. Say. Yeah. It's like a yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I have heard um, yeah. And one. so the second Where one is you? a
2: totally different vibe so far, but yeah. Interesting. Where it's are you just watching it ones. at? Ooh, good question. I think Paramount. Okay.
0: Paramount i think we plus. have the same streaming platform so i'm like how do i see this how do i watch this
1: yeah I my recommendation
0: it. I it was good. yeah i've been wanting to watch that because it's like oh right 2017 is around the time it came out like originally right maybe that would make around sense because it's like i remember when it first came out there was a bunch of like com- comedian like female comedians like or like performers that i had liked on it and um could not Figure out how to watch it anywhere, and then I for- completely forgot it existed. Yeah,
2: it's got the full. So now I'm really
0: excited. Out, so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited to be reminded the show exists. uh My recommendation is weird snacks. I always Tell love to more. make a little, a little. Like if I'm at the grocery store and I see an odd variety, like sodas, like I just was having strawberries and cream, Dr Pepper. Mm-hmm. It's excellent, by the way. Interesting. Uh, or if there's, like, a weird... I had um, elote, like, Mexican street corn-flavored Cheetos. So it's, Super like, the delicious. Oreos that are, like, weird Oreos. Weird-flavored Oreos. Yeah. yeah, any any type of interesting um, variety. Or just any snack. I find... Pizza weird.
2: Pringles.
0: Yeah, <laughs> or, like, I was at Dice like, the Japanese dollar store. So I got some, like, fun weird Pockies there. I got some other little candy. Oh, yeah, I just think like I got... Some little cheap. A cheap little snack. Just like a fun little thing to try. Maybe. I also find it like yeah, it just kind of gets a variety. I also find it's a weird community of people who also like to do this. Like if you post a picture of like hey, look at this weird Mountain Dew I'm drinking. A lot of people will tell you about their favorite weird stuff. Like people you know. Like friends in your circle. But it's like, yeah. oh wow. I have some other weird soda drinking friends. And this is <laughs> different I am not saying that you need to pay thirty dollars a month to have some company mail you like weird root beers or candies. I am not No, you don't find need it to go yourself. Though. Just a little it costs like five dollars. Like I like going to World Market and getting like the World weird, market is awesome for that. Yeah. Yes. Like around Christmas
2: time.
0: I go for like um stocking stuffers. Yeah, Christmas, good idea. Yeah. This is like weird little snack. But yeah, exactly. Like yeah, like, it's just like a fun little treat that's like, if you don't like it, like, who cares? It was th- like $3. You got you like, tried it. Throw it away. Yeah, you tried, tried it. it. If it's like individually packed, maybe you could take it to work and like leave it in the break room. Give it oh, to yeah. Neighbor. I, I, oh, my God. Off like free groups on Facebook. Literally, people will put up anything on those groups. People are like, I have three frozen chicken breasts. People are like, consider me. I will take those frozen chicken breasts. That's wild. I'm like, all right. I love it. <laughs> So yeah, that's Weird Snacks and apparently uh, free cycle groups on Facebook. Next week's movie. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for it because I've wanted to watch this movie for a long time. It is Josie and the Pussycat. I
2: was a very big fan of this movie when I was young. Uh,
0: I have heard it is very funny. So uh, like it's I had like the
2: soundtrack. I like list I still honestly have a few of them a few of the songs saved. I'm not gonna I, you're not the only person
0: i know who feels this way about this movie i know many <laughs> people who are very into this movie and like i recommended it to me and for no reason other than just like it hasn't why? really been streaming and like, honestly say, hey, if i hadn't it, or whatever
2: if i i don't know why i saw it initially But it's not what you think it is. That's
0: what everybody says. Like it's not what you think it is. I am getting big time vibes like that from well, I think the advertising for the new Barbie movie is very clearly like this is kind of a weird movie. Um but But like like, Joseph and the Pussycats uh, was a known thing. Yeah, it was a known entity. But also like when it was advertised, it was advertised as a kind of like a straight up like teen girl. It's yeah, action, but I yeah no that is not the vibe. That I mean, it's can, me teens
2: it can enjoy it. It's not oh, that and like funny. it has
0: comedy, but it's not just like some dumb yeah. Disc- I mean channel fucking schlock just for
2: a little a little teaser. One of the songs is called "Backdoor Lover." It's yeah, a boy bound band song.
0: Yep, there That's, you go.
2: An there example
0: of how that movie is going to be, Amanda. <laughs> I'm excited. I'll say that I'm excited. We looked it up. You can find this currently for rent on like Prime, Voodoo, all maybe other, other stuff. Place. I think it's streaming on Stars. Possibly I don't have Stars, but yeah, it's out there. It's available. Unlike we Kill are, <laughs> yeah, we are trying to maybe check on that before, before we commit we announce our movies, since we <laughs> have had to cancel a few episodes. And this one, we're like, we're not going to cancel this time. We are just going to tap into our friend Ruth. (laughs) Like a night of the comets. We had to completely not do. There's a couple of. Yeah, there's
2: been a few cancellations. So that is
0: next episode mm-hmm. if you want us to talk about a movie or have things to talk about with other movies we have already covered you can send us an email at cherish or pod at gmail you can also follow us on instagram at cherish or pod uh we're oh if you're a spot uh, Sp- you're not even going to hear this if you're a spotify listener or if you were you were previously listening to us on spotify then you can never find us again that's our bad. So uh, yes, we like no, just noticed that episodes. this last week. Yeah. So we're like ten episodes that have not aired on there. So whoopsie daisies, our bad. We'll figure that out. So I hopefully, hopefully, you'll hear this one day. One on day on Spotify. On Spotify, your favorite
2: platform. But thank you for Yours. finding us somewhere else. If you did exactly, <laughs> we
0: really appreciate that. It's not. It's not always easy these days. <laughs> the streaming content landscape. We love you very much. And thank you for joining us episode after episode. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.